listening to a podcast from Light FM. Good morning, it's a live breakfast with Asha and Terry. We've got something very special happening today for Monday Motivators. We've got two very special guests and they are going to share with us their experience working on Malbat Misi Bakar. We've got film writer, producer and director Adrian Tay and household name and chameleon of the small and the big screen. We're talking about Tony Yusuf who plays Major Samad in this movie. Welcome, welcome again. Hello everyone. Let's sort of get to the movie first. Malbat Misi Bakara shares the events of the Hollywood movie Black Hawk Down from the Malaysian perspective. Could you sort of run us through the, the, the true story behind sort of both of those movies, maybe how they meet? And, and Adrian, also I've read in a couple of interviews that you said that this new film of yours dispels some of the myths surrounding our participation as well. I wonder whether you could start off and... Yeah, so basically when I first watched Black Hawk Down back in 2001, it was mm. a great film. I enjoyed watching it. But however, I paid very little attention to how the Americans was being rescued out of a city mm-hmm. because that was not being emphasized enough in that movie. Right. So, uh, and it was until like 2018 you know, I when I got to know that it was actually the Malaysian Malaysian battalion, uh, you know, that went into the city to rescue the Americans. Mm-hmm. I got shocked first, and then uh, then I started to wonder why weren't we being given enough credit in that movie? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, in fact, in the in that Black Hawk Down movie, we, they they only mentioned one time Malay. Some Malay is gonna come. I and didn't rescue. even realize that wow. they had mentioned it that oh, one, time, one time in the movie. Time. Oh, okay. Yeah. That 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 was how ins- insignificant we were to them. Right. In 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 that movie <clears throat> per se. So when I got to know the actual event, how the actual event actually played out so um, I, I felt the needs to uh, rectify that or to you know at least tell our people uh, we have heroes among us and then right. we did a lot of things on that night we were not just some grab you call us in we <laughs> take you out no so it was actually a lot of events happened on that night and yeah. we, even, we even had uh, some soldiers KIA and so many injured so many injuries and um, some of our APCs were total loss upon knowing that you know that's when I decided to you know dig deeper to see how, how much more infos I can get. And then uh, it took me three years to complete the script. Three years, pro- wow. probably more than three years because I've inter- I've done a lot of interviews with the with some of the heroes who actually went into the city. Wow. And then uh, I went to study the archive of uh, the mission report at MINDEF. Me and my team, we were doing research online, offline, however we could. Mm-hmm. And then to a point, I decided that, you know, hey, this is a story worth telling. Wow. Yeah. Tony, was sort of Adrian and your sort of connection on this movie the first time you kind of knew about this other side of it or did you also already know that we played a bigger role than was depicted in the first movie? I did. Uh, I read um, something, an article or uh, I don't remember what, what sort of journal but I, I did read about, you know, what, what really happened when the, the Malaysian battalion came and, and rescued and we were just not credited mm. in the movie Black Hawk Down but uh, I, was, I was aware of this, yeah. And Adrian, you put a lot of effort to ensure that the movie accurately represents what happened in real life during the events that were initially featured in Black Hawk Down, right? Can you tell us about the lengths you went through in order to make sure that it was as true to life as possible? Well, like I mentioned just now, um, it was a long process of getting the script ready. It took me more than three years. Mm. So within the three years, uh, not only that I had uh, interviews a lot of uh, heroes that actually went into the city. Also, um, I studied a lot. Okay, to be honest, I did not re-watch Black Hawk Down many times. I just watched it for again within that past within the three years of me making the script. Mm-hmm. How many times do you think you watched it? One, just one time. Okay. That's okay. it. That's it. You know, because I don't want to get, you know, 
my perspective fixed towards the from mm-hmm. what, or, or being shackled by the movie. Mm. So yeah, I've went to their base in Sungai Pedani. I've met with uh, the daughter of the deceased soldier, right. and then I've interviewed her personally. So she to- she shared with me her emotions and everything. Basically, a lot of works has been done, especially for the pre-production of the movie, because the uniforms that they wore back in 1993s were all obsolete. Not just the Malaysian oh. one, but the Americans one. Right. And we are talking about three different units from the American soldiers and wow. also the Pakistani soldiers. Mm-hmm. So. All those kind of details and research were being done for the past. This is this movie is five years in the making. Mm. So in terms of art wise, prop wise, and and uh, um, costume wardrobe wise, a lot of research has been done, and not just the storytelling part of it, but the mise en scene, the cinematography of it, and mm. then the attention to details that me and my team we were trying to create. Yeah, I I I dare say it was a lot of effort. Yeah, in all of that sort of process of trying to keep it as true as possible like what were a cu- couple of the biggest you know challenges or hurdles you had to sort of overcome the the first thing i think i i have to address is the uh the feelings or the or the ego of those uh who are still alive those, those heroes mm. who are still alive and kicking because it's a movie after all it's not a documentary so um i need to i need to craft out a storyline that that is engaging enough for the audience to follow right. and just remember this there there were 113 soldiers from Malbat that went into the city. Mm. So, but uh, you know, after three years of studying and everything, me and my other scriptwriters, uh, Modi, we've decided to handpick 16 of them and then kind of like join their story together to make, to create a, an arc, that, right. that an interesting arc per se. That you can follow through and yeah, tell the Yeah, the audience can follow through without, you know, these, yeah. without feeling like a documentary kind of thing. Right. right. So, and you know, in order for us to do that, to be able to craft out a storyline, we must be given a certain uh, creative license or liber- creative liberty to, 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 to alter the facts a little bit. Mm. But having said that, um, I, I always try to stick to the fact as close as possible. So right. whatever that we are screening right now, I dare say is 90% accurate. Mm. And then it's being verified and approved by the veterans of the army and then the chief of army himself. You know, we've been doing so many screenings to the army before we show it to the public right. and we got green light from everybody including the the, the unit RMD19 that right. based in uh, Sungai Pelani and then there was one special screening that I you know I really got uh, emotional so we did one screening at Kedah special mm. screening for those veteran army veteran army some of them actually went into the city and then they bring their families and etc so right. the emotions that we shared the energy that we shared because I, I was there with my actors mm-hmm. and then it was us telling their stories Right. And having the actual people sitting there watching our stories, watching the story, watching the mission that they went through, right. wow. it was different. The, the the emotion was palpable. The the you know, a lot of, a lot of tears shed in the in in the room. So mm. like we 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 had some sharing moment. Like we we talked about our experience making the film. So they talked they told us that they, what was it actually about? And yeah. things are things that they thought it was accurate. Things that they thought it was okay. That kind of thing. But it, all in all, I think they they were very appreciative towards our effort, and it made me feel proud as a filmmaker that I'm able to tell a story to, to tell their true story and right. our unsung heroes to our fellow Malaysians. And their reaction to it shows how well you told that story. Like, in That's order true. for them to have that emotion and relate to what they're watching on the screen, which is a depiction of what they actually went yes. through, is showing how much you're showing on the screen actually is a reflection of what they actually went through in life, in, I think, in real life. I, yeah. think, I think all of them, they are agree- They were agreeable that, you know, um, this movie is actually 90% accurate. The only mm-hmm. 10% that uh, I kind of like blend the story a little bit was a character that I added into it, a fictional character, the Somali interpreter uh, who works for us, who works mm-hmm. for Malbat, because I, I don't want to just make a story full of action with a lot of style but no substance. You know, mm. so when you talk about Battle of Mogadishu, you know, American claims that they have two, they had two Black Hawks down, and then we claim that we have one KIA and etc. But who was actually the biggest loser? Right. It was actually the Somali. 
not yeah. us. You know, we people were raging wars at their backyard, so of course they got they they suffered the most. So which is why I wanted to put a Somali voice into this movie. So right. I, which is why I created a fictional Somali character interpreter who works for UN. So through his perspective, the audience can could actually feel what was going on back then to the Somali people, to the generic Somali people. Hmm. So yeah, that was a ten percent creative license that I took, you know, to alter the story a little bit. Adrian's talked about sort of the painstaking process of of being as true to that time looks wise story wise mm. um but what was it like for you tony acting as major Salman? can you give us a sort of idea of who the major was in this and and how you prepared for the role see the major summer the names of the the characters in the movies are fictional the names are fictional mm-hmm. uh, but they're all inspired by the, the the real characters by the veterans mm-hmm. who were involved that is done to avoid various you know, issues, you can't portray everyone right. accurately, right? Because that's yes. going to take a lot. Major Samad, the character in the movie, is inspired by, you know, other real characters of the veterans at the time. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, for me personally, I've never done, this is kind of my first ever action military uniform uh, gig as I was preparing, as actors prepare. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, you, so I got the script and uh, you kind of get an idea from reading the script what the director wants and what the movie what style, you know, it's supposed to be in and, you know, the kind of language, uh, film language it's going to be uh, set at. Right. And uh, so you have an idea when you're reading the script. Of course, you get a better idea when you get on set and you meet the director and, he, you know, you discuss with him and he tells you what he wants. And, uh, yeah, and you just do your thing and uh, and hope for the best. But uh, for me personally, like Adrian said, this this is not a documentary. Mm. You know, mm. being a film, you know, the medium of film, first and foremost, it needs to be entertaining. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So th- I think I think for Adrian, the biggest challenge, I mean, from my perspective anyway, is to to, to find that balance between entertaining and getting it factually, factually right. right. Yeah, that you know? balance is so hard. It's so hard. That that is to me the hardest ba- uh, balance. Mm. You know, and that's uh, that is the craft. That is the art of it. You know. Right. So that's when science meets art. Basically, yeah. right. So, so in preparing for your the role that you played, yeah, like <clears throat> what did you have to go through to be able to assume that role? Well, uh, for me personally, I didn't. I, my character didn't have to, you know, hold any guns or, or, or you know. So I, I didn't have to go through the the, the gun training and whatnot. Mm. Uh, the other most of the other uh, the other guys did, but I had to be. Most of my scenes were in the in the tank and the APCs, wow. and you know, so it was just uh, in a tight space and. Uh, it wasn't very hard for me to be glued in or to, uh, to to imagine being in a tight space because the space was, was tight. tight. It was tight. Did you film really in an actual tank? Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Wow. Um, you know, there's me and these equipment. There's the camera. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and the heat and yeah. the uniform. I mean, I mean how, yeah. as an actor, you know, you're, you're staying in role. You've got this. And the, the uniform is just the, the vest. It's just thick. And you the know, yeah. Yeah. And then the camera. And everything's close. there. So how do you sort of like keep your focus in terms of what you're doing and be able to act because normally and you know, if we're uncomfortable as yeah, a human species yeah. we kind of we want to rush through things we want to get out so how do you stay in that I fall down on my knees and thank god I'm not claustrophobic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Adrian does the same <laughs> yeah um, yeah so it was I mean that, that if anything that helped with the the emotions and the right. you know to to make it look real to the audience and all that so that that definitely helped and uh, you know, that helped with the acting I didn't have to 
act so much. It was just it was it. just really tight, and uh, you know, uh, you know, the, your movement and all that is all dictated mm. by what you're wearing. So yeah, that, that helped you know enormously. And in that regard, I didn't have to do you know a lot of imagining. It was just there for me. You know, wow, yeah, yeah. And it's all going to be on screen when you mm. finally make your way to watch Malbat Misi Bakara here on uh, Monday Motivators. We're the, discussing. Sorry, one no, of, yeah, keep going, keep going. There's so much to say. Yeah, one of the most important films uh, to come out of Malaysia. Malbat Missy Bakara and uh, yeah I can't wait to watch this film and this might be one of the hardest questions that both of you may have to answer because <laughs> we want to know by giving us a sneak peek of a particular scene that you loved most from the movie let's start with Adrian funny enough the scene that I felt most impactful to me as a director as per what I felt when I was shooting it on set has nothing to do with gun okay yeah, because okay. you know we have a lot of shootings in in the movie, a lot of explosion, this and that. Yeah, I personally think that the scene where Atlin and Fauzi they were arguing at the Malbat base, at the FOB of uh, Fort base of Malbat, that particular scene, I had goosebumps when I was shooting it because mm-hmm. the energy was so great by that both actors. Mm-hmm. They were trying to outplay each other by each of their lines, like going up against each other every in every single line of theirs. Right. So yeah, that scene stand out for me. They they crafted it very well. Yeah, they crafted they it very well. They arranged yeah. it very well. The mm-hmm. the emotion, the energy was all in point. So That's why you need scene, proper yeah. actors, guys. Yes. <laughs> well, Tony, I'm sure you're you disappointed that uh, Adrian didn't say your scene. But however, <laughs> 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 there was one actually for Tony. Why don't you just tell me? Just you can't backpedal now. It ties. It ties. Right. Like it's a close second. On, you know, there's too many good ones. <laughs> Moving on. It's like which which of your children do you love the most? I just can't wait which scene Tony's gonna share. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I, uh, I, um, okay, I, I don't have to share scenes that I'm in, right? It can okay. be scenes from any. Like, okay, but you can also me, share the scene that you're in because, yeah. <laughs> okay, personally, for me, after watching the movie and all that, um, my personal favorite bits of the movie was actually the the Somali scene. The, mm. the towards the ending, yeah, towards the ending, but the, also that relationship between the both, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Sam, yeah, the, uh, Sam, and, Sam uh, Musa, and the Somali yeah. guy, M- yeah. Musa, yeah, mm. um, because I think that that, that that represented the most human sort of like element in the whole, in right. the whole, in the whole film. Um, that moved me. The relationship between these two uh, two individuals, just uh, I, I think I found that the most uh, moving for me. Right. Yeah. But um, <laughs> on a personal level, how about your scene? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's ask you which of your own scenes that you like the most. Okay, or I don't know about liking the most, but I kind of did a boo boo. <laughs> oh, oh! We, we had a, we had a, we had a <laughs> everyone was around too. Um, everyone got together. And we had to do this uh, fall in, uh, the fall in, and yeah. uh, and I, I, I missed a step because I've never been in that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was so obvious. Yeah, you yeah, could hear, you could hear this. <laughs> no, <it wasn't>. <laughs> <laughs> and I was right in front. I was front line, right? And then the camera was right in front of me, and I there's no way I could have like uh, you know pulled a fast one, and and so we had to redo that. And just as we were resetting, it started pouring. It's because some of the actors had to leave the next day. You know, they were right. well done that night. Oh, but no. because of me, they had to stay on for another night to shoot that one scene. Shot. Yeah, oh that one shot. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so the scene that you remember most is one that we won't get to see because it didn't make it into the film because of the mistake. Yes. But we'll see the properly done yeah. one. No, it yes. had to be a scene where everyone Everybody. was like, you know, all the cast were there. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, hopefully one day we'll, we'll get that blooper out. Yes, we did. I think real. I'm sure it's, it's being recorded in the making of. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. It's a light breakfast with Asha and Terry. Good morning on Monday, Motivators Today. We are fortunate to have two very important people from the movie Malbat Missy Bakara. We've got writer and producer with us. We've got Adrian Tay as well as actor Tony Yusof. Both, of course, who've been sharing with us what they've been going through during the making of the film. Some of during the making of this film some of which is not going to make it into the movie but definitely something we should want to watch out for in the bloopers reel if it ever comes out one question i wanted to ask is why it's called malbat yeah malbat is the initial of malaysia battalion so in re- oh. regardless of which unit you're from from malaysia because we have we have we have air force we have navy we have right. army right. so all of them when they are on duty with UN United Nations they are mm. repre- representing Malaysia so all of them are being called Malaysian Battalion Malbat so they're Malbat and then they're actual battalion it doesn't matter when, when they're all of Malaysia when they're outside oh. of Malaysia they're all Malbat yeah. oh wow yeah. okay did not know that yeah. I did because I googled. Did you? <laughs> You're always one for the spoilers, Terry. I, I thought I was going to get a chance to explain it before you asked, Asha. <laughs> you stole my moment from me. See, what I'm going to show off how smart I am by doing some research into it. I'm sure you've had to work with a few divas yourself, Adrian, so I'm sure you can be sympathetic here. Okay, on a serious note, I mean, this is one of the most important films to come out of this country. Uh, yes, for, I so. For this country. Yeah. What would you want to have Malaysians take away from it or even go into it in mind before, you know, whilst they're going in to watch it for the first time. Okay, um, you know what you said about this being an important film, which I totally agree. And the thing with an important sort of like topic or, you know, a story to tell is it's very easy for the story to land in not so capable hands of telling the story, Mm. right? So I'm glad someone like Adrian uh, uh, got the chance to tell it because it's not easy to pull this off. The sheer scale of it, right? Yeah. I'm glad Adrian did it because, you know, uh, I don't think many would have been able to pull this off at all. So Adrian know? did it justice. He, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, a, a story that significant, you know, and, and told pretty well. Hats off to Adrian and uh, hats off to the, the whole team, the production and the cast and crew involved. But um, I think uh, Malaysians need to watch this you know at the very least to remind themselves what happened back then because these are these are moments in our history that we need to remind us how great a country this is actually Mm -hmm. you know and the people of it you know and the fact that we went in and and rescued the the american side and you know that that's unheard of you know yeah yeah, we played a very 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 important role right and then that that gives us uh at the very least a good morale and especially, you know, when the movie's released in the Merdeka month, I think that's a yeah. no better way to celebrate than mm. to watch this movie, I think. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And I personally think that Malbat Misi Bakara, this story, this mission in particular is the greatest mission that has ever been achieved by Malbat in wow. the history of Malaysia. And especially this Merdeka month, I think it is a good opportunity for us as a Malaysian to go and sing praises to our unsung heroes, yeah. to appreciate yeah. them, mm. to acknowledge yeah. their, their sacrifices. You know, Malaysia, we, we tend to be very uh, humble. We don't, we don't toot our own horn. We don't sing our own praises, in, mm. especially of our Malaysian armed forces, which yeah. is why I think a lot of Malaysians, we don't appreciate our armed forces because yeah. we thought, hey man, we are living in a, such a peaceful zone, so why do we need even... We do don't we, even yeah. think about them because they do such a great job. Exactly. I mean, yeah. we don't feel threatened exactly. that exactly. actually yeah. they're doing their job right. So yeah. through this movie, mm. n- not just this film, but this film in particular because it's coming out, and please go watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So through this film, at least we get a glimpse of what 
they are actually capable of and what they have right. done for the country. It's worth celebrating any day of the year, but even more so during Hari Kebangsaan, right? It yeah. gives you a, more of a reason to it's go and watch It's not just what it. they have done for the country, what have they have done for other countries as well. Exactly. Right. You know, we're citizens of the world, right? Yeah. Right. So. That's and this mission in particular, mm. we were contributing to a cause that wasn't actually our own. Yeah. Which, is why, yeah. which is why our slogan is, they are was our heroes. Right. Yeah. 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 What's next for the both of you? Are you going to go on to something lighter? Or Adrian, have you got your next uh, pickings of uh, a story <laughs> untold to be told? Yes, that is correct. Uh, I've actually wrapped the production of another true story. But this time, oh. yeah, it has nothing to do with shooting. It's, it's not an action piece. It's, uh, it's actually a sports biography right. by um, you know, our lo- one of our local sportsmen. Uh, he's the uh, first ever Paralympic badminton gold medalist in the history. Wow! Yeah. I've I've just wrapped this production few months back, so yeah. Again, I'm I'm working with Astro, so uh, probably we get to show this movie next year. Interesting. We just did an entire week focusing on sports in Malaysia, actually. Oh. so it's exciting that you've got this movie also in the mm. works. It's yep. going to be coming out very yep. soon. Come and talk to us about it when it's uh, ready yeah. to come out. Of course, yeah. yeah. And Tony, yes. what's, what's coming up for you? What's next? I am completely and utterly jobless at the moment. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hint, okay. hint, I'm ready to do a pitch. <laughs> are we looking for a comedy? Are we looking for drama? What are we looking for, Tony? I'm just waiting for Adrian's next big thing. Right <laughs> <laughs> and of course, to find out more about what Tony and Adrian are up to, how do they keep tabs on you? Uh, they can always look us up on our social media and then we have a lot of promo promo tours ongoing for especially for Mabat Misibaka. We'll be running north, running south, running east and west. So yeah, if you want to meet us, you know, check out our Instagram or check out Astro GSC or you know Act Two Pictures Instagram to follow us. Right. And while they run north, south, east and west, you should be running to a cinema near you as soon mm-hmm. as possible. Thank you, Terry. To watch <laughs> Malbat Missy Bakara. Absolutely. Yeah. You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S-Y-O-K.